Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Does the big brother wax you hard? The Take with Andy Sweeney. <laughs> Naked and afraid, downtown Louisville. And James Strebel. Let's not forget, their director of basketball operations hired hookers in the dorm. That happened. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Diplomacy just hadn't worked in this case. People were yeah. just in the way. Right. So it, it's to the right. point where like Josh Hurd's doing the diplomatic thing. We're at the point here in the state legislature where we have to... Storm the Capitol. Oh, man. Blank's like you, Justin. It's like, take it <laughs> a little too far. A little too far. Yeah. little too far. It's a good conversation. Then Throw a dead bam. fish on the show. Yeah, right there. <laughs> uh, 437 the hanging out with you. Five o'clock hour here on the Take on ESPN 680. Presented by Cox's Spirit Chubs and Evergreen Liquors. Yeah. Cox'sLouisville.com uh, gets set up for, I don't know, I mean, I'd say game watch parties. You got a couple. I, I, whatever you guys want to do. You got I some mean, games on Saturday. I mean, you know, you got some reunions. On Saturday. You know, you got some reunions. That's worth celebrating. Diener got some double oak. Some wood for oh, it. Did he double really? oak. Yeah. Ooh, that's good stuff. And he doesn't drink uh, bourbon. He doesn't. No. No. I'm shocked by that. I know he I likes he his gets, vodka. I think he's an eight foot tall guy. Once he has bourbon, yeah. Oh, like really? you're probably a happy guy. Or, you've seen me. Yeah, I've seen you happy. And I'm not happy. Everyone's and, happy. No, no, that's that's true. There are there are people out there that when they imbibe, they get annoyed and irritable, and then that's all she wrote. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, four three seven nine six eighty. So again, uh, if you want to check out Mike DeCourcy's stuff, again the sporting news, you can check it out. Also, he's got Indiana up to a three seed. Got the bracket three. up there. Wow. If, uh, sports, well, they deserve that. I'm not saying I'm not saying why because you know the Michigan, they don't deserve the Michigan it. win was like a desperate team that you know Kentucky and Louisville at one point used to get those kinds of wins. Oh yeah, like, oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, desperate yeah. team on the road, yeah, on the road, you get that win yeah. close. Everything else. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good uh, win. Mike DeCourcy joins us from the Sporting News, Big Ten Network, uh, Fox Sports. You can check him out there, and he battled Jeff Goodman on Twitter this weekend. So it's been quite it's been the weekend, weekend for, for Mike DeCourcy. I'm kidding, of course. Mike, <laughs> good afternoon, man. How are you? I am well, Andy. How are you? I mean, besides the basketball teams, I'm great. <laughs> besides, besides, besides that, we're fantastic. Uh, is it a big Valentine's Day night at the Corsi household? You guys going anywhere? What's happening? Uh, I see. I am. I'm. I'm always planning ahead, Andy. Oh yeah. So go. when my wife and when I asked my wife to marry me, uh, 41 years ago, I did it on February 12th. So that we could have that night to ourselves and wouldn't have to fight the crowds on Valentine's Day. There you go. And so, so we we went to dinner uh, 
we there you go. This year went to dinner on February 10th because I was going to be out of town for BPN. But that was my idea. It seems to have worked because we're still together. And let me tell you, let me tell you how special my my wife is. Okay, let's when we go. started dating. When, this is a true story. When we started dating, my brother was playing. He was my brother was a freshman at LaRoche University, and he was playing junior varsity basketball. He hadn't yet been promoted to the varsity. And so she went with me to my brother's game on Valentine's Day. That was our first Valentine's Day together, and she still married me. So wow. now I did take her dinner afterward. That's okay. So I wasn't a total, a you know, but... Yeah, who like a little hoops? hoops and ham. I don't know what they're... Working on point forward. You can get somebody who'll do that. You know, you've <laughs> got to go. win it. Oh, good stuff. Well, Mike DeCourcy's with us. Uh, obviously, a busy week of college basketball behind us. And now in front of us, a massive week for Kentucky. Out of your latest projections, we understand uh, what day it is. Listen, Mike, I mean, there's like six, seven things I wouldn't mind getting to. We'll see what we can do uh, on the Kentucky side. Uh, what is your takeaway from their performance with Georgia? And now tomorrow night, Mississippi State, Tennessee at home on Saturday. Chances now uh, to put themselves in the tournament, but we are running out of opportunities here for Kentucky. What do you make of what you've seen with them, uh, with them and where they are here in mid-February? Yeah, I mean, we're in mid-February, and they still haven't figured out a way to defend. And I, I laugh at the constant carping about their offense. Whether you know, I think uh, someone asked me about on another show today about uh, the fact that there were anonymous coaches saying that their offense is archaic. And I'm like, it's such a con. It's amazing to me. They, like, you're, yeah, you're, their offense is archaic. Meanwhile, somehow they're 20th in Ken Palm on offense. And you're and you're not paying any attention to the fact they're 88th on defense, or at least not trying to sell that to the public, because you're trying to win recruits. That's all you're doing. You're because nobody ever in the history of basketball is going to say, "Well, their defense is archaic, uh, so players aren't going to want to go there." Because guys don't go to college <laughs> to play defense. They make it, they get they they don't play if they don't play defense. That's not why they go somewhere. So that's why they're trying trying to sell this nonsense about how bad they are offensively. Somehow, through as much difficulty as this team is having, they are still 20th in the nation in offensive efficiency. How does that, how, how does that happen? I can't really explain it, but it's true. So that's not where the problem is. The problem is they can't stop anybody. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I've been talking about this for months. They, their, their defense is the problem, uh, and, it's, and they haven't done enough to say, let's just junk this and try something different. Um, and part of that, part of the reason they haven't, is the part the other the other part that nobody talks about, which is they're like the most banged up team in America. I, I looked it up the other day. Now they have they have seven guys that that are their, that form their basic rotations, and out of those seven players, how many? About, don't look it up. How many of those seven players have played in every game? Oh, goodness. Well, not Casey Wallace, not Savir Wheeler, not us. Os- I mean, did, did Oscar miss a game, Strebo? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if Oscar missed a game. Uh, uh, yeah, of course he, missed, he did. Yeah. He missed games with the knee injury. Well, I'm yeah. saying none of them. It's, it's two. That's it. Just two out of the, se- out of the seven have played in every game. And those two are Antonio Reeves yep. and Chris Livingston. Neither of them has missed a game. Everybody else has missed time. And you're talking about CJ missing four games, Savir missing four games, K- 
Kaysen has missed one, and that was a loss. And uh, and Jacob Toppin has missed a game. And you mentioned Oscar. Oscar missed two early games where they they were playing uh, the weakest part of their schedule. So that's what you're up against, and it's hard to get any level of consistency with that. But, of course, talking about that isn't going to make anybody happy because, my goodness, that's an excuse. That's what people say. Well, you know, what? when you come down to it, it I'm getting from Creighton, hey, why are you bothering us about the six consecutive losses? Because our starting center wasn't available for those. Uh, or in three, he played but wasn't good because he was sick, and then three, he missed because he, he had mono. Um, so we should get credit for those. It, so on the one hand, the mad fans, the angry fans, don't want to know about the fact their team has almost never been together. And the ones who like their team or like their coach, they don't. You know, they they don't. They talk about why aren't you giving us credit for the games in which our best player wasn't playing? So that's that's kind of what you're up against when you're having a discussion about Kentucky basketball. Oh, Mike, having cont- listen, the Kentucky basketball conversation, and Mike DeCourcy with us here on ESPN 680, it's really difficult. I mean, I can just lay it out for you because I'm really stuck because you, I mean, you got a, a small back and forth. Jeff Goodman put up. I mean, I like Jeff Goodman. I mean, he put up, you know, it's been 1500 days since they, you know, since they won a tournament game. And of course, that's a silly stat because one year we didn't have a tournament. Uh, and you know, I mean, there, there are different reasons. So of course, that number is, is, is to make Calipari look bad. Dan Wolken wrote a piece. Uh, you know, it's time that these two separate. Like, I'm very stuck here because they have, whether it be 9-16 and 16 or it be a COVID year or it be, you could call it a fluke losing to St. Peter's, they have had those things, Mike, that absolutely are data points. But it also, the last four or five years, has not felt like Kentucky basketball. See, that's um, where we keep going. Every time somebody says four or five years, wait a second, hold on. Four years, three years ago, they were they were the three. They they won the SEC by three games, by three full games. They they won nine of their final ten games. Nine of the final ten, like well, they won but, the SEC that, once in the last five years. Once, but that was the one. That was th- well, that was the one. Is that the four Mike, years that's, ago? They're, that, they're not the gold standard anymore. We uh, we agree well, with I that. I don't care about stupid labels. I don't care about that. Well, they do. They do. They're, they're not they? what the, Kentucky fans. They this is where they disagree with you. Cal's not hitting the way it used to. It doesn't mean he's a bum. But it doesn't mean that it's fifteen hundred days without a tournament and all those silly stats. What it means is that it's it's not what it used to be, and, and it can it can that. it get back there, Mike? We're making excuses here's, about Savir Wheeler being injured when he got demoted to the eighth guy. He got benched this Andy, year. I'm not using him your, as what, a data point for their knowledge. tournament success. What's that? What is not being acknowledged is that recruiting had not been effective for at the level it needs to be effective for about four years at least. It's not been where it is. Duke is getting the guys you used to get. So you know what? You know, and, and if and if Duke had gotten those guys for 2023, then I would be like, oh man, what's going to happen? How are they going to get back? But they have those guys coming in. That's, and people think, well, they've been getting great. No, they haven't been. That's the whole point. Well, that proves we my had the point. Number one, we had the number one class in 2020, uh, 2020 or the B.J. Boston class. Yeah, B.J. Boston was four. Uh, Terrence Clark was 10. 
Uh, I can't remember who the other player was. Was like twenty four. That's oh, yeah. the number one class in, in in maybe the worst, literal worst class of high school players uh, of the last two decades. You got four, ten, and twenty four, something like that. You know what you have coming next year? One, two, one, three, four. There's a difference. That's that's a difference. It's not the same thing. If so we like, agree if, then. If he doesn't win with these guys next year. If he doesn't win with one, oh, three, and four, then you've got an yeah. issue. Yeah, M- Mike, Mike, point, I, I, it, come on. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess here's what I would I, – I can't believe so, – so when I give you a Cal versus ranked team stat, you don't like it. But we're gonna oh, talk. We're gonna talk about recruiting class rankings. Most basketball I'm Bettys laugh at those. <laughs> I am not talking. I am talking about the fact that they have not had the level of talent in there that Agreed. they are accustomed to having. So we agree that and, it's and not hitting the way that it used to hit. I mean that, that that's the point year. here. But it is next year. Okay, uh, I mean, yeah, it might. Yeah, I mean, it very well so, might. Okay, so here's yeah, the thing. I, I, I would hope so. In an imaginary world, there's no $40 million buyout, and Cal goes and takes the Texas job, and he takes those three guys to Texas, and then you are where? Where are you then? Where am I now? I, I, I mean, are, I, no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> let's see, you'd see your, where are you now? You are at least in the hunt for, the, for a tournament what? bid. And next year, where are you? You're not paying. You're paying. You're you're acting like there's no difference between missing the tournament by a little or maybe getting in by you know by a smidge as well. And like being where you're. Well, that's a good about, debate. That's a good debate we've had. Yeah, no, it's I not mean, not even a debate. That's like saying, well, well you want to make the much tournament. Rather not have good players so that I can get rid of the coach who has had a couple of bad years. That's that 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 doesn't make any sense at all. Listen, I'm with you on on next year, but thank God he has this class coming in because the can keeps being kicked down the road with, well, he'll figure it out this season because he did with Brandon Knight, and now we're in mid-February, and they got to beat Mississippi State, which I think they may do on the road just to get – I mean, they're not a tournament team. You do the bracketology. I mean, they're going to need to have well, a they are if they month do those here. Things, yes. If, yeah. if they, if, if, if they, if they do the things, things they haven't done all year. Yes, if they do things in the final no, 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 three no, no, weeks no, no, that they no, haven't done all year, we'll be good. Did they not go to Tennessee and win? Did they not do that? And well, there's not much beyond that, but they've won. You know, they they Chuwamba Wamba. They're a they're one year. They're a one hit wonder. Chuwamba Wamba. Chuwamba Wamba. Yeah. I mean, I think we kind of A&M, which is a tournament team. They beat South, They beat uh, Tennessee, which is a tournament team. They beat Louisville. No, I'm just kidding you there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, usually that's that would mean their resume is. It's not much, and they they certainly have to do more. And I'm not defending what's happened this year i'm i am explaining it to some extent and i'm trying to redirect the criticism because the criticism is off by a by a larger margin than any of the missed kentucky jump shots um but but my Long point twos. has been all along i i put a tweet out to, to someone on saturday that this is like saying because the bills didn't make the super bowl that you should fire Sean McDermott and take Josh Allen with him, and people all concentrated on the Super Bowl part. It's not about the Super Bowl. It's about Josh Allen. It's about you don't send away your good players so that you can remove someone who is not who has not had 
has not been as successful as he's accustomed to being. Because you're mad? That's, the, that's, why, te- that's why teams and programs go down the tubes. That's because, because people make emotional decisions about these sorts of things. The best organizations don't do that. They say, what's wrong here? What do we need to fix? And, like, I'll look at, I'll give you as an example, Northwestern. Um, a year ago, they, they were, I don't know, 6-14, and 14, I think, in the Big Ten. Um, then they lost two of their best players, Pete Nance to, to uh, Carolina and Ryan Young to Duke. Not exactly nondescript places they're going. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yeah. But they said, you know, we, what we really need is a little bit of help on our coaching staff. So they hired Chris Lowry to help with the defense. And now they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. And now uh, Northwestern just beat the number one team in the polls. And the number one, and more importantly, the number one overall seat on my bracket. That's that. So you, that's how you fix what's right instead of just saying, "Oh, let's just start over. Let's just fire everybody." It just it, it or force them to go to Texas or whatever you want to say. It just doesn't. It, people need to be rational and logical about these things. And when you, especially when you know, it's it, essentially it's the same as firing your coach as an NFL coach and forfeiting. You know, two first-round draft picks. It doesn't make any sense. Mike DeCourcy with us uh, on ESPN 680 I actually think we, I think we agree on more than we disagree. Um, I hope next year with more NBA, I would say, ready guys or high-level talent, highly ranked guys, that it is different. They'll have to fill in some of the holes with the roster, with guys coming back, transfer portal, you know, you know, everything you do right. to build a, a roster. I guess here's I, th- my question: Would be we, we both admit they've had some some down years here, some lean years. They have had some bad luck. Uh, you know, whether you want to call St. Peter's that. COVID happening, whether you want to call that bad luck. There are reasons if you want to call them excuses. I think for me, what's damaged the last few years, Mike, is I believed for many years, oh, Cal will figure things out. He'll do the tweak. He'll do a magic trick. He'll have the best talent. And the last few years have made me believe that a lot less. I would say some of that has went away for me. And now I am wondering, hey, does he have kind of this second act like Patino almost had at UofL? Does he have this second act where Calipari can get Kentucky back on top and we can talk again? We're not even talking about him getting a second title now for the last couple years. Can he get back to that point? Um, what is the road back? And I would imagine I'm leading you into it's going to start with the recruiting class next year because this team is going to have to hit lightning in a bottle to have a chance. Oh, the, uh, I mean, we I understand mean, this team that. doesn't have any chance. This team has no chance of winning a championship. It does not have a chance. So that's, I mean, if that's the, if that's the measurement, then it's not, it doesn't have a chance. I don't think it really has a good chance of making the second weekend. I don't know that it even will make the tournament. I, if you ask me, more likely, given the schedule, uh, given the performances, and, and of course, you have to assure me, you know, full health uh, for it even to be a reasonable discussion. Mm-hmm. But given the schedule, uh, Mississippi State, Tennessee at Florida, Auburn, Vandy, Arkansas at at Arkansas, um, I think they lose all three road games and probably to Tennessee at home. That would be my guess. Now Mm -hmm. they can outperform that. Uh, And and the schedule is is significant enough that if they won maybe two of the road games and beat Tennessee and Auburn, they'd be squarely in. It wouldn't even be a debate. So 
but I don't, I don't expect them to do that because they haven't figured out a way to guard and they haven't been healthy. If they get healthy, they have a better chance. They'll still have some questions on defense to, to answer at full health. But I, 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 I'm not expecting anything. I'm just pointing out that you know, sometimes coaches don't get it right. I mean, mm-hmm. the year before Kay retires, is, and for I think for <laughs> what again because people don't want to hear what the truth is. Um, I believe that for the same reasons as Kentucky did, Duke had a terrible year. I think they were twelve and twelve or thirteen and thirteen. I can't remember which which one of those numbers it was, but it was definitely a five hundred year. And then they had to stop playing because they had another another COVID outbreak, uh, and so they did, weren't able to finish the ACC tournament in, in the uh, in the COVID season. Uh, and then they came back and made the Final Four the next year. Why? Because they had Paula Blancaro. And they had A.J. Griffin. And, and what were they? They were freshmen. Come on. I mean, that's how yeah. it works. If Paolo Bancaro and A.J. Griffin played for Kentucky last year, I mean, <laughs> well, they wanted Paolo, trophy yeah. probably hanging there. <laughs> they wanted Bancaro. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Well, I did. You know, the, the a lot of the teams that are around Kentucky, like Kentucky's average net of their opponents the rest of the way is 41. And everyone who might be around them, whether, you know, Wisconsin 74, USC 100, Oregon 162, New Mexico 104, you know, just a bunch of teams like that Memphis 78. So their strength of schedule here down the stretch can get them in the tournament. Let me ask you this. If it, and Mike DeCourcy with us, if it happens to be where, you know, Kentucky is a true bubble team, according to some, you know, I mean, they're a true bubble team and Cal's out there politicking on, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it may be. How then what do we do with the injuries that they've had? Because Cal talked about it a yeah, lot that, last that doesn't night. Matter. OK, it doesn't well, matter. They, they don't they don't they don't give you a break for being healthy. Really, unless it's uh, unless it's really about feeding, they don't let you in because you've had injuries. They if they let you in because you've earned it, which I mean, again, if they played great down the stretch, they'll they'll get in. But like if they go, what? How many games is that? That's six. If they go yeah, five they six and one, games. yeah, they've yeah, earned their way in. Five and one, yeah, they earn their way well, in. They're going to definitely be in yeah. uh, if they go five and one. Yeah. But then they might start to think about, okay, what do we do with the seed? You know, where do we put them so that they aren't going to punish the top of our bracket um they might have to ask ask some questions about that if they were to say okay now we got all seven guys and they're all playing um and then at that point you know and, and probably you know and they'd have to follow that six and that five and one with you know a couple more uh in the uh in the sec tournament um and, and that would that would constitute some weight relative to their seating but it, it's not going to get them in you're not going to say no. well gosh gee whiz you were hurt a lot so um you you get a break and, and notre dame in 2018 or 17 i can never remember this bonzi colson was a basically a first team all-america level player and he missed 15 games when he played they were 14 and 6 uh, against good competition when he didn't play, they were six and nine. Wow! Um, yeah, the committee said, "Sorry, uh, Bonzi, we love Bonzi, but he's not playing in our deal." Oh, poor John Calipari. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Cal's been talking about. Yeah. Well, the uh, the committee will understand, Mike, that we've had Savir Wheeler, who, of course, they benched uh, through you know halfway through the year, and C.J. Frederick, who 
you know, has, has had four good games in two years. Anyway, Mike DeCourcy with us on ESPN 680-1057. When you were putting together the bracket, uh, what stood out? I mean, I see North Carolina in as an 11. I see Clemson in in the play-in game as an 11. Uh, I usually ask you every week, you know, which team was kind of difficult to seed or group of teams, and I guess uh, North Carolina is in on your bracket. We'll see. That's going to be an interesting one. Still zero quad one wins because Ohio State season's been so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, they're they're very tenuous, and so is Clemson. Um, they're both hanging on by the thinnest of threads, and in many ways, uh, Carolina's dominance of Clemson is what kept them in. Uh, but they're, they're, it's very tenuous for them. Clemson is even more so. A and M is tenuous, going the opposite direction. Uh, because don't forget, A and M still has four, has two quad four wins. Uh, excuse me, two quad four losses, which is mm-hmm. why they're a first four team. None of the teams that are last four in are doing anything exceptional. I mean, they're all. And this is this is this sort of reinforces my argument about how ridiculous it would be to expand the tournament. Um, so we can oh, get I more agree. teams like this in. We I'm with you. need these guys. I'm with you. No, if Kentucky doesn't make it, they don't deserve it. If North Carolina was zero, you know, they might go and beat zero one or two teams that made the tournament. They don't deserve it. I, I'm not going to cry. I never cry on Selection Sunday about a team that didn't make it. Greg Sankey trying to lift Texas A&M up at us last year and maybe yeah. again this year. Uh, I mean, learn your lesson, A&M. Don't lose, you know, w- win two more games. <laughs> well, I don't I know mean, what the, to tell you. you I mean, know, come on. Every year in November, in December, Texas A&M played terribly, and then you know, and then they play okay in the regular season. Uh, you know, don't forget um, that that they had uh, nine, like they lost eight out of nine last year in February or something like that, and then they put it together at the end and, and tore it up. And, and look, if they tear it up for the next three weeks, they're going to get in easily because the bottom of the field is not strong. The bottom of this field is weaker than last year's because the top of the field is weaker than last year's. Uh, so, oh, get yeah. it, 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 so. Trying to get into this deal this year is probably as, quote, easy as it's ever been. But the problem is that the teams that are trying aren't great. Mike DeCourcy with us here on ESPN 680-1057. I need to ask you about Indiana quickly before we get you out of here. Up to a three seed. Hoosiers going on the road and beating Michigan. That's the kind of game where I'm like, okay, good teams win that game. I I don't know why. That was a hungry Michigan team. They needed it. And Indiana went in there and gut check and won the game. Where do you make of where the Hoosiers are right now? I mean, mean, in the last few weeks, they've been off your radar to 11 seed in the playing game uh, to a seven seed to a four seed and now all the way to a three seed yeah, they're they're really a different team than they were a month ago and and again well you know injuries i mean that's the thing uh they 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 lost xavier johnson and they had to adjust to playing with well first they lost uh, first they lost jalen hood Shafino and got run by rutgers and then and and then they got run uh if i remember right i think jalen missed either the arizona or the kansas game Xavier Johnson was missing games. Then they lose Race Thompson in the middle of a game at Iowa that they were dominating, but then they couldn't stop anybody because they couldn't adjust their defense in time. Uh, and then, so, and then they get Race back and they start to play like one of the best teams in the country. And you know, one of the interesting things about that is that in in losing Xavier Johnson, who I think was doing very well when he was healthy, they kind of unlocked something uh, in in Jalen Hood Shafino. He now that he has to be on the ball full time. This isn't new to him, but 
they had prepared him throughout the preseason to play off the ball and to have the license to go when he gets in a transition or uh, when the ball comes to him to attack. But now he had to adjust to being the full-time point guard. And there are things that he still doesn't do at the elite level. Uh, He's good, though. He doesn't do a great job of getting his perimeter shooters good shots. Um, mm-hmm. it, but but there are things that he does better than almost anybody in the country at that position. I mean, he's a six five, six six point guard who can drive smaller defenders into the lane and shoot over them. And he and I look, I don't have the analytics on what he shoots on that twelve fourteen footer, but it's pretty. They're pretty high. Um, and he is he has become a really dangerous player when they need that, and he's become very effective at making sure that the ball goes inside to Trace Jackson Davis, who has uh, regained health there again, health. Mm-hmm. And now that he's healthy, he is playing like one of the three best players in the country, if not one of the two best players in the country. And I think that Indiana at this point is a, a really dangerous team. And if Xavier Johnson comes back, uh, he has said basically that he expects to be back before it's over. I think that's an acknowledgement that if he makes it back, his role will be much different. Uh, he's not coming back. If, if, it's, if he's not back tomorrow, um, it's going to be very hard for him to regain a starting position. I think he becomes a player who's an asset if there's foul trouble or if there's a particular opponent who plays a particular way that he might help unlock. Uh, but this is the group, I think, that's going to pursue glory for Indiana, whether it's a regular season championship that's still kind of in play and that they can have a direct say in because they get Purdue on their home court before the end of it, um, or or the Big Ten Tournament Championship, or oh, yeah. something special in the NCAAs. And I remember back at uh, Big Ten Media Day in Minneapolis talking to Trace and him saying, I don't, you know, I, I, he's going to be he's going to he's going to go down in the top three in points, rebounds, and blocks. And there's no other Indiana player, you know, with all the great players, Kent Benson, uh, Allen Henderson, all the great players they've had through their years, Calbert Chaney, et cetera. There's no player who's number one, number uh, three or better in points, rebounds, and blocks. And he, but his point was, I don't want to be a guy that has that distinction, but no team. No team championships, no team accomplishments. And I think right now he's doing really a great job of assuring that somehow, some way, Indiana's going to walk out of this season with something special. I mean, this is their chance. They were in that, you know, crossroad, you know, injuries. Hey, what's going to happen? Big time schedule coming up. And they took it and said, hey, we're an 11 seed. And they moved up to a three seed. And they've absolutely earned the accolades. Uh, Mike, we appreciate the time, my friend. Take care. We'll talk with you next week. Great stuff as always. Thank you. Are you still you're still speaking to me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're good. We're I, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. I, I just I just you know I, I remember the gold standard. I know you don't like that, but that's what Cal always says. And you know it's you know it's it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a sales pitch. Just like yeah. they can't. Uh. Just like their, their offense is <laughs> archaic is a sales pitch for all the anonymous coaches. That are saying that uh, the gold standard is sale pitch, sales pitch. Just like uh, this was the biggest night for Kentucky basketball uh, on draft night in yeah. 2010.
sales pitch. It's you know it's, he doesn't even have to go anymore. He doesn't even have to go anymore. Last year he skipped to go to the Yankees game, but there was a walk off. There was a walk off. Uh, Mike, appreciate the time. Take care. Thanks, guys. All right, there we go. Mike DeCourcy, got to look at the text line. Oh, man. I just... I, it's, it just like the I, injuries are more difficult because Kentucky was done with Xavier Wheeler. Yes. That's the thing. Is like You can't cry and And, and, and when, CJ doesn't play. Right. See, for two years. Exactly. He hasn't played for two you, years. You, you can't yeah. cry poor here because CJ Frederick never plays. And Xavier Wheeler was relegated to a bench guard and went from 30 minutes a game to 12 minutes he went a game. To, he went from 35 minutes a yeah, game. Yeah, 35 minutes a game. He was playing to, 38 minutes to, a game to, to 12. 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah. so no, you can't you can't. Yeah, use I that. think Mike's understanding this team and he's understanding the last few years now are, are a little bit of a trend. But the thing is, and I saw, you know, I think it was, who is Chris Fisher right for? Is that? Uh, he, 247. Okay. Cats and, balls. And he said it's, it's happened and Cal's going to do it. And that is that this incoming class is going to have all the the pressure of all the BBN on them. Well, and and, yeah. and I'm like, no, it's it's and I'm sure, you know, listen, that could be good or bad. Right. If it hits the right way, it's going to be good. And if it doesn't, well, I mean, a- after this like, I mean, Cal's going to talk about them being young all I, next. I know. I, I'm already I, like I that. wanted to ask like I can't, you know, I, I don't said something. You I, can I don't ask like anything. Step, well, I just I know, but I don't like stepping over you when you're interviewing. Well, it's just text it, us. It, it's like, just text me and so far. Yeah, well. It's just like Okay, so next year, if that class doesn't hit, then what? Well, no, the, the cane gets kicked the, down the, the road. The, well, the, what's, well, that's what we, what's Cerebral, that's what kick? we uh, this is this is this is why not Mike, but the analysis of sorry, Nick Curran, let's wait to the end of the year yeah. is not something that exists in people's minds. No, because that just continues to kick the can down the road. Right. That's all we've done and with it gets this us team. Nowhere. Well, you know, it's December, and you know, you know, they've lost whatever. Well, you know, the UCLA game. Well, you know, the 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 Gonzaga game. Well, you know, uh, we're into January, and there's lots of time. Well, you know, Cal always figures it out in February. Yeah, well, you know, oh, it's mid February, and you're not in the NCAA tournament. You're losing by 15. He's at right home. on the de- he's right on the defense and the offense. The, the offense. Yes, he is right about that. It, the that, that, is that, is taken, that has taken a life of its own. Right. Their inability to protect the rim, and this is what happens when you don't have elite guards. Right. Yeah. No. Savory Wheeler is not in a uh, elite defensive guard, and he's short. C.J. Frederick is a bad defensive guard, and he can't shoot. <laughs> and Antonio Reeves is also a bad defensive guard. <laughs> Boy, the text line. I might lose my voice, too. I'm not sure what's were, going you, on here. Your voice was kind of giving out on you a little bit there while you were uh, talking. To yelling and screaming, man. You weren't even yelling, though. That's the thing. Is like he, 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 was a little, he was a little more heated than you were. I thought you were pretty composed. But, uh, yeah, I don't think you all yelled too much. <laughs> but, yeah, I just when he was like next year, next year, next year, and I'm like, it's always next year, Mike. He had the National Player of the Year this year return. It's always that. Well, uh, that that's. But, that's what. That's what. I know. You, that's, I know. I know. Simple, that, that's, I know. That's, that's what, the battle. That's the only. That's the battle. That's the only thing that's you can do. Left. That's the only thing left. That's the only thing left. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Everything else is gone. All you have left now, if you're trying to defend Calipari and that he still got it, he can still get it done. It's just next year, and he has to have that extra special team where only only these things can happen for them to be good. He's got that. This is a Cal team. This wasn't a Cal team. The year before that wasn't a Cal team. The year before that, the year that wasn't, that wasn't a, Cal a Cal team. Next year's team is the Cal team. It's the Cal team. It's the Cal team next year. I, yeah. Listen, okay. 
that that's what we're going with, then that's the Cal team. Well, also, it's not good. I mean, Cal's, someone's going to have to tell Cal. Maybe I'll cut that and send it off to uh, Deb Moore and TJ Beister. Yeah. Someone's going to have to tell Cal that they're not going to care about C.J. Frederick missing a game with rib injury. Nobody cares. Like, zero people care that C.J. <laughs> Frederick's missing games. Mitch Nobody. Barnard's going to have to sit there. Justin, you got to love this. <laughs> Mitch Barnard's going to have to sit there and put together put together a, uh, a, a, a bracket without Kentucky. He is. He's going to be smiling. He's not going to be sad. Are they the needle, or are they, are they just moving the needle now? Who's they're the needle? a needle. Who's they're the, a yeah, needle. They're, a, they're, they're just a, a needle. A needle in the haystack. They're a, they're a discarded needle. <laughs> we can't find it. On your crime scenes that you go investigate two weeks later. Yes, yes. Okay? Do you understand? The, yeah, the tournament committee's got to search for them. Where's Kentucky? Where are they? They're a needle, and they're gone. They're disappeared. I can't tell if I want them to be a bubble team and not make it with Mitch Barnhart or be a bubble team and make it when we're like, oh, boy. Yeah. Like, oh, they really? shouldn't have made they it. Oh, uh, Louisville fans would be irate if that happened. Well, Vince Barnhart got them in. They got the kiss well, from me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You want that. That's what, I you, know that's what I want. Just for the whining. That's just for the whining. I want okay. that just for the whining. Justin, would you want? The last team in. And of course, Justin he Yeah, no, I just, I mean, honestly. You're checked out. You don't care. You know Kentucky's not doing anything. I'd rather, yeah, just for like the content I'd rather UK mix it in just so that way I can hear people complain about it and then we can talk about it and we can make fun of Blank you know going on a rant for like oh he'll minutes. go oh, UK doesn't it. deserve oh, it my and Mitch got him in and all this stuff and yeah yeah let's do that let's see the conspiracy UK the conspiracy the sports conspiracy yeah I need like UK I need UK <laughs> to, like, sports seriously yeah <laughs> it's Blanket Baker <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> oh I guess you want to take a break let's take a you break you guys want to take a break hey, can we listen to John Wong next we can listen to John Wong. I'm fine with playing sound. I think let's my voice that. is going, so I'm, yeah. I'm good with playing Odd sound enough, the rest of the is. day. Yeah, let's, I want to hear no John Wong ask the hard questions to Chin Coleman. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Texas says, how many of the photos were just Strebel and Kellen? And James Strebel. Oh, a few. There were multiple pictures of, of all three kids and just <laughs> me. So we all did solo. Like, like Kellen did solo with It's me. a rejoin, Jack. He did solo with, with my wife. It's okay. Yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was everybody. It was everybody. They all, we all got solo time. There's no favoritism. On ESPN 680 and 1057. He's a Cal apologist. (laughs) Who? Horsey? No way. I people get mad. The Corsi is Calipari's Valentine. (laughs) I think that's the princess. It's the princess. Speaking of, you ready for one? What? Valentine's Day tip? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Play this. Time now for the love man. He doesn't need hymns. His name is James Strebel. 
And here's another Valentine's Day tip. <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a fur man special. Flowers and stuffed animals are a waste of time and money. <laughs> because as Justin was saying earlier, the flowers will die. And then who wants a teddy bear? Like, seriously, do you know, do you know anybody that wants it, like a, a grown man or woman that if you give them a teddy bear, they're like, thanks, this really means a lot. And they're not sleeping <laughs> with the teddy bear. Where's this teddy bear going to oh, go? Man. It's going to be eventually either discarded or given away. I actually, I like flowers better than I like teddy bears. At least flowers are, are beautiful. They smell good, you know. But at the same time, like, I, like I'll do the random flower thing every once in a while. But to me, it's like you want you want real Valentine's. You you got to you got to get away from the flowers. And you got to get away from the teddy bears. I think every woman or man in their life has gotten a flower or a teddy bear of some sort. Go outside the box. All right, how many how many of these do you have left? You, uh, check two, your phone. You two. have two more. I have two more. Yeah, let's do another one right now. Decadence is key. Hang on. Oh, sorry. We're playing the open again. Oh. <laughs> okay. Time now for the love man. He doesn't need hymns. His name is James Striebel, and here's another Valentine's Day tip. Decadence is key here, Andy. It's one of the days of the year where you get to really indulge in things, if you know what I mean. So try to, you know, try to be outside the, the box on that as well. You know, maybe add a little food to the mix, you know, maybe a little drink to the mix. You know, there's different things that you could do to spice up uh, your love life uh, on Valentine's Day. It's a day to explore. He said incorporate food. Yeah. Where do you put the food? What food? You won't won't eat food off. You won't eat food off people. We've had this discussion. You would not eat uh, sushi off a body. And you've never had a belly shot. You never had a belly shot or acted like you. Well, that's someone that I don't. Those are people I don't know. Yeah, but different. But you would imagine they went through a cleanliness process. I don't know that. Well, I think that's part of the selling point of eating sushi off somebody. Don't they say, hey, our our, our models have been completely... They can say whatever they want. Okay. I, I'm not All saying right. I trust it, but listen, I know my wife, so I, I know that. My wife. I'm just saying. Isn't you know. that how he sounds? <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I My wife. I know that, Leave but... a wizard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We had to tell. We had to tell. We had to tell Jack to watch those movies, and we I don't did. think he even cared. No, then. he loved Borat. Oh, did he? Okay, he, that was the one I, he loved. I know. I texted in multiple times, being like, "What happened in the segment? When is he gonna? When is he gonna talk about whatever movie? There's one movie I really wanted him to talk about. Never happened. He wouldn't just do it. Die. He wouldn't watch no, any the, of them. The segment died because it, it died. And yeah, yeah, Purdue and I don't know Northwestern are playing. I can't do it. Where was this no, during the summer? Even no, that. it was in the Cubs, summertime. Cubs well, well, baseball. Yeah, Diamondbacks nine forty five. Buddy, he would not do it. No. We you give him one hour and a half movie a week, he and, would not do no, it. No, he watched. He, he watched, would not. We we're going to pay. I'm paying him for it. Yeah. I he wish, watched Dumb and Dumber and he watched Borat. I think that was it. I wish I knew I the only about any of these. That way I would actually. You know everything it. about like, this, was, stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 this stuff. Yeah. I've seen all this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's dead. No, he, yeah. he liked Borat. He hated Dumb and Dumber. Speaking of uh, terrible transition, just because I have a bunch of sound we need to play. Yeah. Um, speaking of Jack, IU. Speaking of IU, somebody backed IU today. Who? I might pull for Indiana. <gasps> you might? I, I could pull for Indiana. Look, my Indiana uh, won me my first major gambling uh, opportunity. Oh, really? When, when I won the no. Career Journal office pool in 1987. Yeah. You know? So I have a soft spot in my heart at times. I uh, Texas is like, are you going to talk about the IU game last night? No. Yeah. No, but I can, I can root for your team as long as you don't get you know, too lippy.
No, Drew, they will <laughs> get too lippy. I like pull lippy. Oh. Drew, they lippy. do get lippy. They I are. I like pull for Indiana. They are lippy. Lippy. They are lippy. <laughs> they are lippy, Drew. Lippy. Don't you see these Indiana Twitter accounts? I like pull for Indiana. No, you don't. I like pull for Indiana. Lippy. <laughs> no, Drew, don't. Blanket Baker, don't let him do it. Don't let him cheer for JHS and TJD. Don't let him do it. Blank. That's terrible. Blank was mad at Adidas today. No. I buy all kinds of stuff. Every single Louisville win for two years in football, I bought something Adidas. Oh. Every single <laughs> year. Like what? What did you buy? <laughs> like, you know, like a pullover or a, polo or a, a pair second. of shoes, something like that. I, what? Like, it just depended on what did I, what did I need. It's got interesting. What? Football maker has thoughts. Football so, no. only. So yeah, that I would get expensive in basketball. Yeah, it would get really – well, if we were any good, well, it would be – Actually, it would be cheaper right. this year. <laughs> this year would be a lot cheaper. Should have done for, should have yeah. done for basketball. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, you should have had a policy switch. I'd be I'd be clothesless. You know? I'd be naked. <laughs> the sheriff would have no clothes. Be like naked and afraid downtown Louisville. Wait a minute. He's – it's a haymaker. He's the biggest. It's a haymaker. He's the biggest fan I know. It's of, a hay, of it, any it, of any it, team. It's a haymaker of any team. That he, for two years plus, anytime Satterfield won a game, he, he bought, bought something. He bought something from Adidas, and if you bought something good, that's expensive stuff. Hey, if we're talking about a pullover, I mean, that's like pull, sixty-five, uh, seventy at bucks at least. At yes. least, if it's at Adidas, least. oh yeah, shoes. I mean, we're oh, yeah. upwards hundred dollars or more for a pair of Adidas, like Louisville themed shoes. What he say? He wins. Blanky Baker's the biggest fan I know. Like, we get it. Like, I, I get you love the cards. Well, he bought, here's the question. I buy all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Every single Louisville win. I, I, I two believe years him too. In football. I bought something Adidas. I, I believe him, too. I don't think he's lying. Every single Louisville win. <laughs> two years. In football. I bought something Adidas. Now, will you do that for Jeff Brom? Is he, that he will. Don't worry. <laughs> then he's going to buy stuff like, after we'll loss. Get it. Oh, it's going to be he's terrible. He's going to buy stuff after loss. You're going to be so. You're just, oh, I know. Their schedule, it's all going to set up. It's Andy. It's all setting be, up. Kentucky, I think, has Alabama. Do they have Alabama the before they come in here year, yeah. to the to the n yeah. Cardinal Stadium? Yes. Oh, it's going to be. Alabama, it's, then it's Louisville. Oh, it's beautiful. They're going to be as chesty as they ever were with Satterfield. And this time, they're going to mean it. Texas. Like they were fooling themselves and trying to fool me. Right. No, this year years. they're going to mean it. They're going to mean it for real. Texas says, would James do a body shot off of Issel? <laughs> no, I would not do a body shot I'd pay to see that one. That would, would be. No, I'll, 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 I'll skip that. I that's, uh, no. I would. What about a butt I, luge? <laughs> butt luge? Not off Issel. No, no, not off no. Issel. <laughs> Again. You do a body shot off Issel. Come on. I would not Come do on. a body shot off of Issel. Come on. No, I would Come on. not. I, no, I, I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I couldn't. Come on. I, I couldn't see Dan Issel that way. That's not how I picture Dan Issel with body shots. Like, I, that would scar me. Like, I couldn't. No. He's Dan Issel. Oh, stop it. It would I could, scar it you. It would. You'd be an internet hero. No, I'm not doing it. Imagine. You'd be national news. No, Clay I'm Travis would talk about well, you. Well, I know Clay Travis. What if you could get a photo, like, while you're doing it, he's this throwing an L's that, down, man. you're throwing an L's down while doing it. No, that would be I'm epic. Not, that no, would win. I'm not doing a The liquor's shot. pappy. It's a I don't care what it is. It could be liquor from another planet that's, like, the best liquor of all time. I'm not doing it. It ain't happening. No. It, it could be some wonderful drink that we've never even found yet. And, and uh, no, it's not happening. No. No. It's, it, it's just, no. 
Damn, it's old, man. No. Why are you acting like he's like like some pure legend? I, I he mean, is like, a legend. He's not like, pure, but like, he's like, a legend. Like purity. Like, you're like, oh, I just can't. I mean, do you believe all? Do you believe, like, Michael Jordan was a good guy? Like, you don't believe all this, right? No, I'm just saying, like, he's, he. I mean, he in the pantheon of Kentucky, he's one of the, the like, the beloved people. And he's and he's in his seventies. I'm not going to do a okay. body shot off of someone in their seventies. Which, which which former University of Kentucky player would you do a body shot off of? Nobody. I'm not. I've already Tony had a discussion. Delk. <laughs> Jeff Shepard. <laughs> Colin Osbuki. The Osbuki. Justin has this same list, but it's Italian soccer players. Yeah, like he's like, oh, I didn't know we were going to talk about this today. Let me get this out of my let me get this out of my backpack. Piano, a little low. Um, where are we going, Andrea Pirlo? Oh, let's go. Okay, oh, a little okay, Pirlo. Pirlo. A little Pirlo on a Tuesday. Yeah, a little hairy, but we can we can see how it work. It'd be fine. Adds to the flavor. <laughs> that John Wong. I, really, I haven't heard his voice in such a long time. I just want to hear it. No, we're near rubbing. Is there any no. other hubs sites mm-hmm. that you could use? Farmers only. <laughs> Why'd you use the word hub? I was just, I'm, I'm thinking. Just, I didn't know if you're alone. It's Valentine's oh, Day. That I, is yeah, not a bad I idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> Lee, I don't know if you use that every day. <laughs> I use this one every day. Okay. <laughs> I use this one every day. I use this one every day. I don't know what that means. I don't know what Lee's talking about. I don't need to ruin it. Does what? Huh? No, I was about to answer, but it's like it's it's good. I don't need to ruin what what he was actually talking about. It was just it's whatever. Just continue. Continue with your show. Go ahead. Let's go. Let's go. We got doing? ten minutes, guys. Let's go. What was he doing? He was getting ready to do something. Bad. He was talking about know. no. He's no. It wasn't bad. I was just going to say he's talking about YouTube. You don't care. That's all I was going to say. He was okay. talking about that oh. instead. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear from John Wong? Yes, please. I, 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 when you broke the news to me, that he was able to answer. You know who uh, tipped me off to this because I meant to lich, uh, listen to Chan Coleman got doing something else sure. and totally forgot about it, knowing that it'd just be a few minutes, you know, ten, twelve minutes of my time, yeah. just in case he says something. Okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was Lindsey Goff. Oh, Lindsey Goff did. Wow. And she's not happy at you guys. At who? You and Ants. What do we do? Nothing. Exactly. I oh, mean, at the post game no, show. No invite to the post game show. Yeah, no. For nothing. Lindsay. Yeah. That's again. I did not set this up. I this told is her. Not I told her. Me. I said it's an Ents thing. Yes. And I said Ents is Ents, and that was basically it. Did she understand? She understood. Okay, good. Because I mean, yeah. she's welcome. She can do the show anytime she wants. That's fine. Again, I did. I didn't set this up. <laughs> I'm just getting it's shrapnel. No, Riggs not doing a shot off. Wendy Gabriel. Stop. <laughs> Here's well, what here's what well. he here's what he asked. Okay. It's hard to hear because again, the uh mics don't the always technology. work with Kentucky and Louisville. Yeah. But he asked Chin Coleman why him and not Cal. Don't take this the wrong way. We love hearing you talk, but before you got here, uh, Coach Cal pretty much did all of these pre pre game pressers. What are your thoughts on on having the assistant coaches come out and, and doing these? I'm appreciative of it to get an opportunity, but I I just do what I'm told. Like I'm one of I'm a soldier, so I soldier up. I work for Coach Calipari, and I when Deb tells me to come and talk with you guys, I'm a soldier, so I'm, I'm just do I just do what I'm told. 
I mean, oh, he asked God. him, how does it feel that Cal makes oh. you do media? Oh, John Wong's a god. He's the greatest. <laughs> Let him ask questions, Cal. He's scared Don't of be him. a coward. He's Let scared. John Wong have a one-on-one. <laughs> Wong. 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 Where's Justin? He's not chanting. Wong. 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 <laughs> yeah, John Wong. 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 Yes. He's a hero. He is a hero. He, I, mean, I just love it. It's like, this is no offense. No offense, but. Here's the question. Please. Don't take this the wrong way. We love hearing you talk. But before you got here, uh, Coach Cal pretty much did all of these pre, pre-game pressers. Whoa. What are your thoughts on on having the assistant coaches come out and, and doing these? Get him! <laughs> That's right! I the love last that. real journalist in Lexington, his name's John Wong! That's going to work its way back to Cal. Oh, he's going to be mad. Uh, here's, what if he, he bans John Wong from even being... Here's, here's, he gives him the Goodman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not allowed in the arena anymore. <laughs> Don't you dare, Cal. Don't you dare. Oh, man. One one other thing, uh, a couple of games ago, I think it was Tom Hart brought up this really bizarre uh, topic on Oscar and his premonition before the St. Peter's game. Are, are you able to shed any more light on, on that? Because I know a lot of us haven't heard anything about that. Until. Well, I don't know if you know it or not. I don't have Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, TikTok, I don't have any of it. So I, when you talk about stuff that people write or say, I don't hear any of it. I don't read any of it. Like, I, like literally, I don't hear any of anything you guys write. I don't even see this video. Like, this is going to be played somewhere, and I won't even get a chance to see it. Like, I never see anything media-related. I'm just not that kind of guy. So I, don't, I can't speak to something that was wrote or written in the media. I can't speak to that. Yeah, yeah there was a story that Oscar had a premonition that something very bad was going to happen before <laughs> the, uh, the uh, first round of the NCAA tournament last year. It's and it was just such a really bizarre story, and it was broadcast all over ESPN. And, and so I, I just didn't know if there was anything else that, uh, that went on. Do you think it affected Not that I know of. And I'm sure if he has another premonition that, that Deb would know some about it. But I'm the, I'm the worst at that. At, 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 I. My head is down to the grindstone, boss. I don't know anything about any of that stuff. Boy, he did not want to answer that question at all, man. <laughs> and John Wong's like, no, I'm going to talk about this. Yeah. No, He's I'm like, it was all over ESPN. This. Yeah. He not like, Jim Coleman knows that. He has, he oh, knows he that. Knows. He has to. They're so, they're so protective right now, and they're so scared, and I don't see anything. I, don't, I just do what I'm told. I'm just a soldier. I just have to go. I mean, Jim Coleman straight. is an assistant coach. He, this, is is not his Cal, fault. this is what happens when Cal doesn't get three questions exactly. game. I'm getting mad at Chin, and I should not get mad at Chin. I should be mad at John Calipari for putting Chin Coleman in that situation where he has to answer those kinds of questions because Cal won't do it. Calipari makes all the money, and he can't do it. He sends Chin Coleman out there to go one-on-one versus John Wong. And you know who was winning that matchup? John Wong every time. 10 out of 10. You got Chin, you got Wong. I'm taking Wong. Yeah, you have to. You He's going to run him over. No, He's yeah. him over, Yo, he, Andy. He, he, listen, you're right. He bulldozed right. him. Listen, you're right. I mean, Chin Coleman's got no chance up against Wong. No, he's, he's got, got zero. no chance. Cal, Cal at least has the 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 experience. Wong's a journalist. He should win the journalist in the state. He, he should. He should. Story, I love you. Get out of here. Sorry. Chin got the KP programming. He got all set up by Cal. You know, we don't see it. We don't hear it. We know, we know nothing. Cal sent him into a hornet's nest today. 
He sent him into a hornet's nest today, and he, he got you're damn right. He did. And he got stung. He did get stung. He got stung. He did. They Cal should Cal should apologize to Chin Coleman for what he did to him today. And I'm not again. I'm not blaming Chin. I mean, John, John did the damn job. Well, also Wong doesn't believe the story. He doesn't believe the premonition. No, he doesn't. He thinks it's BS. He does. He's, he's, he's like, like, well, you know, it's a that, bizarre it, story. Bizarre, yeah, called it bizarre. I was yeah, like, yeah, there was a story that Oscar had a premonition that something very bad was going to happen before. The, uh, the uh, first round of the NCAA tournament last year. And uh, it was just such a really bizarre story, and it was broadcast all over ESPN. And, and so I, I just didn't know if there was anything else that, uh, that was. So great. <laughs> He's back, baby. My head is down to the grindstone, boss. I don't know anything about any of this. I do like he called him boss. That's great. <laughs> Get him, Johnny Wong. The big brother gets one whack at the little brother's behind. Right. <laughs> if you can't look at another man's butt on Valentine's Day, what are we doing? We had hoes. That's it. That's all we have. I had to get those out. I had yeah, to get those out from the bonus hour. Do you have one more uh, tip or not? Uh, yeah, I got one more. Just real quick. Time now for the love man. He doesn't need hymns. His name is James Striebel, and here's another Valentine's Day tip. All right, really make it about your significant other. Make it about them. Trust me, you'll be rewarded later if you try to make all the focal point on them. Don't worry about me, honey. I don't need a present. Oh, you don't have you to show sick, out for Strieble. me. This is no, a terrible because, take. No, it's not. Because, this is a terrible take. All right, that's I fine. I hate that you did this that's at 559. Fine. That's fine. Because, we have the bonus Because the major reward comes we later. Do we have the bonus hour, by the way? Hopefully. Yeah, we got it set up. My wife's probably listening to this, and I'm sorry, honey. I'm well, sorry you, you did hear you, this. You, you I don't what? expect anything. You, you know I don't what? expect it. No, no. You, you, know, you know what? This is, this, is, this is what you like. I'm going to turn this up real quick. I know Justin, and now we're starting to know Mrs. Sofero. Yes, we are. And here's why. You're going to like the attention. Oh, 100%. You gave it away yesterday. You're going to like the attention. No, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm a very, I'm a very yeah. quiet. I like to be, you know, I like to go under the radar. Oh. I don't like any of it. I don't need, okay. I don't need the lights. Yeah. I don't need right. any of that. The first time someone comes in and says, are you for a man? We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. I want I'm, that to die so bad. Anyway. I'm, pl- I'm playing us out. <laughs>